We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. I am joined once again by my good friend, Justin. Uh, we do our weekly show here talking about UConn Husky football. Uh, got some good things to talk about this week. Justin, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. I mean, after the Huskies win, I'm doing real good. Absolutely. I'm really, uh, I'm really happy for this team right now. I know. that That's one thing that I felt the entire time I was watching. I was just like, I feel so happy for the guys and for the coaches just to – just to to win the way that they did. I mean, it, it it was never really a game. Yeah, no. I mean, it was it was very comfortable. I mean, I I felt very comfortable as a fan. Absolutely, and I mean, we we can we both know that that hasn't been the case of late. No, it it, it hasn't been. I mean, uh, this year, you know been kind of a rocky road with you know a big p5 schools that we played but i think these guys are definitely rebounding in the right in 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 the right time of year absolutely and and to go on a winning streak here for the first time in many years um is a huge huge deal yeah i mean you know i i think the coaching staff is kind of exceeding expectations right now i mean they're breaking some uh, records that haven't been broken in a while. Um, and it seems like the players in a whole are uh, definitely buying into the system, which is very nice to see. Absolutely. I mean, you can just see the guys on the sidelines, even the ones that aren't in the game, they're fired up, they're jumping up and down, they're waving towels. I mean, the, these guys are bought in. It's awesome to see. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually kind of glad, too, that the coaches are letting the kids – um, express how they feel on uh, social media, you know, having fun, showing the locker rooms, you know, pumping each other up. I mean, that's that's big right there. Um, you know, engaging with the with the athletes is is probably the biggest thing that these this coaching staff has done so far, and it's definitely helped. Absolutely, and it's night and day compared to what it's been. Yeah, it almost it, it almost seems like you know they want to play for something. Um, they're this year they have never given up. Um, they have pep in their step. I mean, they have a chip on their shoulder, and and I I I think you know the coaches too because the kids are you know seeing the coaching staff you know getting all fired up. I mean, they're 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 hungry, and it's it's awesome to see. Absolutely, and. and they- you can just see, I mean, it's many, many guys. You can go down the line, but just like so many guys have grown just just in the past couple of weeks even, just into just into themselves and into their roles and everything. And it's just, it, it, it's looking really good. Yeah, and, you know, they're, they're definitely 
grasping, you know, the system. Um, they're definitely looking like a lot of them look like upperclassmen at this point. I mean, they're mm -hmm. they're they're doing what they're they're told to do, and I mean, fundam fundamentally and stuff like that. I mean, they're they're doing great. Absolutely. The the first unit I want to hit on here in the show is just the offensive line and just the growth that they've made. I mean, they were pushing FIU off the blocks the entire game. I mean, we ran the ball tremendously well. Yeah, it, it was it was really nice, too, because uh, whichever way we wanted to run, I mean, the offensive line pushed the defensive line the opposite uh, direction. And, I mean, it, it, they, they definitely grew as a unit. And going into the season, too, a lot of people were very, you know, uh, timid on the uh, offensive line. And once once I actually saw them in spring practice, too, I mean, it, you, you could definitely tell, like, they were, they were ready to go. And, and this offensive line is, is definitely doing a really good job for UConn right now. Absolutely. And, I mean, it, it's – it's huge to see us running the ball the way that we're running the ball. I mean, for most for most of the season, we've been able to run the ball pretty well. But you look at this past week in particular against FIU, and you could just – I mean, it was it was so refreshing to see. Um, just breaking out long runs. I mean, unfortunately, there, uh, Devontae Houston had that really long, long touchdown run that got called back by a penalty, but still – the fact that these guys are creating those open holes and the opportunities for the backs to be able to do that, it's it's so fun to watch. It's it's really great to watch, you know, uh, Devontae Houston growing into his role. I mean, those two guys are really stepping up. Uh, without Nate Carter out there, I mean, those two guys are great. Uh, you know, Devonta Houston, of course, had an injury, so we're probably mm -hmm. going to see more Robert Burns. But even Robert Burns has been a really good fullback for us this year. Right. He he had some nice runs in the game Saturday night. He almost it, – it's funny because he comes in, the like, at the right situation, and he gets the big downs. And mm -hmm. the past two games, Fresno and this game – he got big downs just to end the game, which was, which was great. I mean, he's just a he's just a bowling ball. He is, he is, and it, it it's refreshing. That that's all I'm gonna say. It's it's just it's so much fun. Like I, I keep saying it, but it's so much fun to see these guys have the the success that they're having. Yes, and I we we gotta have a shout out to uh, Coach Barthel too. Yes. I mean, he's definitely uh, up the game for the running backs. They definitely look different this year, more versatile, more powerful. I mean, I'm I'm sure they've been doing a lot of work uh, with the strength and conditioning coach too, um, Coach King. And you could definitely tell. I mean, these guys are these guys are way faster and and way more aggressive, which is nice. They're not you know hesitating to find an open spot they're just running into that open spot now and that's the difference absolutely from the beginning of the year to now that's the like you said that's the huge difference they're seeing the hole they're hitting it and they're taking what's there and they're going with it instead of maybe trying to dance around try and find something else they're they're they've grown into it and they know what's there yes and 
I, I think they've grown into uh, Coach Charlton's system, too. Yes. I mean, it's a system that is definitely working at this point, and we're definitely seeing, you know, some uh, uh, an upward sprint, uh, 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 I guess an upward sprint in that direction, too. Absolutely. And then I think we have to talk about the quarterback play. Um, Zion is doing better. I mean, he's he's gone uh, a little while now without throwing interception, so that's huge. Yeah, I mean, he looked more comfortable, and it was nice to see Zion Turner and Kale Millen. Um, they actually worked pretty good as a as a as a team and as a pair. Um, we've definitely seen some trick plays from them this year, and I mean, Kale Millen also grew as a quarterback. Um, also has more confidence. I mean, both quarterbacks are looking really decent. Absolutely. And on a side note, if you're not following the UConn Huskies football Twitter account, you need to be doing it because they had a fantastic uh, little parody, I guess you could say, from the longest yard with Coach Charlton and Millen and Zion Turner that, that was that was hilarious. Yes, I saw that, and uh, also I like the, uh, the the little movie, um, the movie film uh, poster too yes. that they put up today. The graphics team, a huge shout out to those guys and gals. The, the, they're just doing an amazing job. Yes, and I'm I'm very. We, we got a shout out to uh, Robert Trombley too. I mean, he's been he really you know is is stepping the game up for graphics, and mm-hmm. it's. It, it it almost seemed like last year was like Photoshop type stuff, but this year it's like really creative content. Yes, they're they're hitting it out of the park. That's for sure. They're doing a great job. Yes, yes, they are. But uh, let's get let's get back to the the wide receivers or just the receivers as a whole. I mean, Justin Jolie came out and played a fantastic football game. Yeah, he's. He's definitely, um, he's definitely grown. I mean, he just kind of was thrown into the game uh, last weekend, and you could just tell that this, this, you know, guy is just ready to play. Mm-hmm. And he's such a great person. Um, you know, he he has a high football IQ, and you can just tell. I mean, he's always open. It always seems like he's open. Yeah, it does. You're exactly right. I mean, I. I had the privilege to interview him last week and I just came away from that interview just so impressed by him as a human being. I mean, just a fantastic young man that you can just tell he was raised the right way. And I mean, he just, as a person, he's fantastic. And then you put him on the football field and and I I personally think he's going to be one of the steals of our recruiting class. I mean, you got a 6'4 tight end slash wide receiver out there who, like you said, always just seems to be open, finds the right spots, finds the hole in the defense, and makes a play every time. Yeah, I, I think he's almost a diamond in the rough. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he was definitely uh, under-recruited, but I'm so glad that uh, Coach Moore and staff definitely, uh, you know, got got stuck, stuck their nose in there and actually got him. I mean, he's, he's a good kid. I mean, when you reach out to him, too, you know, he responds and, you just tell him, hey, you're doing a great job, and he says, thank you very much. And he's very, you know, he's he's definitely a, a, a future great for UConn. I mean, he, he, at, just, just as a freshman, I mean, he's at this point he's a true freshman, and he's definitely been playing better than a freshman at this point. 
Absolutely. I mean, he the, the, some of those plays he made, I mean, especially in the first half, I'll say, uh, just like like we've said, he found the open spot, made the right read, did what he was supposed to do, and made huge plays for the offense. <clears throat> and when they're able to move the ball through the air like they were like they've been able to do the past couple games, it's only going to make the running game even more effective. Exactly, and you know, at hit, you know Justin Jolie as a tight end too. I mean, that's that's a go-to for UConn. I mean, it's it's definitely something that will open up their offense even more and it they're they're just going to see success absolutely and and i mean we know what aaron turner can do when he has the ball in his hands so it's i feel like more receiving options emerging only makes it better for him too yes um aaron turner you know you can't count him out i mean that guy he he's fast yes he definitely gets he catches the ball. I mean, when he catches it, he can just run. And he's just he's just getting better, too, throughout the season. 100%. I, I think. <clears throat> and then we have we have the reports out and going through practice and everything with uh, Keelan starting to practice and going through reps and different things this week. So that's that's huge. Yes, and with, you know, Boston College, after this game, you know, after the bye, um, we have Boston College, and, you know, if he does return, that's just going to be really good for uh, UConn. I mean, that's that's just going to open up everything on the offense, and it's definitely, I I think that's going to make, you know, everybody more comfortable, too, even the fan base uh, coaching-wise. It's just going to make the team even better. 100%. 100%. I mean, when you can throw one of the best players on your roster back out on the field, now with a quarterback who has a lot more confidence, with an offensive line that's been doing a great job run protecting and pass protecting too, they've been doing much better with that. Um, and then you throw in the other guys that have emerged as receiving options. It just, it, it's really going to open things up. Yes. And it's going to, it's going to open things up to a point where, they don't know if UConn's going to throw down the field in the middle of the field, run it. I mean, it's 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 actually going to make the other team guess, which is, yes, which is great for us. One hundred percent. I'm excited just to have him out there because if nothing else, he's going to make he's going to make it easier for the other guys. I mean, we've already talked about Justin Jolie and how he's able to find the open spot um, in a defense. And when you add Keelan Marion into that, it it's going to draw even more guys. Where where guys like Jolie and and Aaron Turner and and Claire Cias and the other guys can find open spots and make plays. Yes, and and Claire Cias too. I mean, he's that guy is 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 awesome. I mean, he he just catches the ball. I mean, sometimes impossible balls, and he just comes down with it. And I I actually think that Zion is. With those guys, he has weapons to throw to, and I, I, I think it's going to make him more confident as well as a quarterback. One hundred percent, and you can, you, you can see it, like as he's playing. I mean, he just looks a lot, a lot more. He's playing a lot more free. Like you can just see in how he's handling things, um, the, the reads he's making. It's just so more fluid and crisp. Yes, yes, and I actually read up. Uh, 
uh, I, on Twitter. Um, I did like the latest uh, look up on Zion Turner, and I guess some some fans down south near Florida area said that you know a lot of the teams had a full roster, so it it almost made it so then you know UConn could grab him right away, and that was that was pretty huge because he's definitely known um, in Florida and. Uh, He's definitely making it known in uh, north, north in the Northeast too. Absolutely, I mean he's he's uh, he's going to be a, a a household name before his career is done. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I I definitely I I couldn't disagree with that. Let's let's talk a little bit about the defense now from the game. I mean, we're coming off the Fresno State game where they played about as lights out as they possibly could have. Um, in the FIU game, I, th- I think we can say they they w- bended, but they didn't break as a way to put it. I mean, they gave up a significant amount of yards, but uh, obviously the scoreboard told us differently. Yeah, I mean, they, they only gave up 12 points. I mean, that's, that's really good. Right. Um, I mean, with... With the front four, uh, when Mar- uh, McCarthy coming, you know, he was actually in the game too. He came back and from injury, and you could just tell the front four uh, pressured the quarterback. And Trey Wortham had two great man. Picks. I mean, <laughs> that guy was on fire. I wouldn't throw it his way, that's for sure. No, no, not at all. I mean, uh, you know, I he's definitely like throughout the year. I've seen him in earlier games. He's definitely grown. I mm-hmm. mean, now he has the confidence. Before, his confidence was kind of lower, but now it's it, it's so much higher. And you, you could definitely tell, like, you know, coaching staff definitely worked with this defense, and they're comfortable with the defense. Absolutely. And and looking into the, uh, the next opponent, which I'll go into later in the show, but <clears throat> Ball State is a pass-heavy offense. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if they throw it Wortham's way. Yeah, I mean, it, I think Ball State's in for it because even our linebackers, I mean, those guys were were playing great also. I mean, mm-hmm. all, all of them were playing great. I mean, Randall, Jackson, uh, even Bembry, I mean, they, and Swenson. Those guys are, are just growing as a team. You, you, you could tell, I mean, you could tell throughout the games too these guys are just are just playing with you know with they're 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 almost playing like they're mad, which is which is great for a linebacker. Right. I and I, I honestly I I know what to, to expect from our linebackers, great players that we have at that position. But from talking to with you so many times, I've been focusing more on the defensive line, and I've loved to see the improvement that the defensive line has made over the past couple games. Just. Yeah, for one, getting I mean, the push that they're getting. Yeah, it's. I I think they're very comfortable with the four three. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of those kids. I think they, at a high school too, must have played a four three because you could definitely tell when they switched to it this season. It was just a total. It was just a total like loop around. I mean, yes, the defensive line has just improved, and you could just you you could just tell you know those those kids. They have swim moves. They have bull rushes. I mean, any anything that they they could throw the offensive line way, uh, they 
actually kind of made FIU's uh, offensive line look silly. They, they really did. <clears throat> and that would that in it. And that's actually a pretty big improvement because last year um, we really couldn't get much, um, you know, attacks from the defensive line besides, uh, you know, a few guys there. But, um, you know, these these guys are definitely growing as a unit. Absolutely. They certainly are. And and it's it's a joy to watch. I mean. You can you can really see. I mean, of course, the change from the three four to the four three was huge, but you can see how playing the P five opponents that we played obviously has helped the offense a ton. But it's I think it's really helped the defense because the defense did have some success against uh, Michigan and NC State in certain situations. So I think that those. That that success that they were able to able to have in those certain situations has really carried over to the past couple of weeks now, where they have that confidence. Yes, and you know Travis Jones last year was like one of our best defensive linemen, but this year we have Jelani Stafford and Dal Mont Gordine. And uh, those guys actually kind of play like Travis a bit. So we almost have two Travises on the team this year, <laughs> which is actually a, you know, it, it's it's a really good thing for you guys. If you could have a bunch of players like Travis, that'd be fantastic. Yes. And <laughs> I, I think, too, you know, um, Jelani Stafford was such a great ad because I think he was definitely coaching up the young guys. And you could definitely tell, I mean, those guys definitely look up to him also. One hundred percent, and and that that speaks to the 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 many conversations I've had with the players, and I know you can say the exact same thing with the conversations you've had too. But I'll just uh, relate it back to the interview I did last week with Justin Jolie, and just the brotherhood that these guys have. Like all of these guys are in it for each other. There's not a not a single one of them that is out for me and it, it's it's a blessing to see that because in just in sports today that doesn't happen often and it and it speaks to the culture that coach mora and that staff have created it's it's second to none yeah it's we haven't seen that in years of past i mean we, we we've seen a lot of people that are just playing for me and i i think the coaching staff said you guys are a team we got to, you know, we, we got to work with each other. You know, when, when one person goes down, the next person has to step up. And that's just how, you know, Jim Mora is as a coach. I mean, even the other coaches on the uh, staff, I mean, they've, they've put a lot of confidence in these players. Like, you know, they, they came in and said, you guys aren't as bad as you guys think you are. Mm -hmm. And with that, I mean, if the coaches have confidence in you, that just makes the players want to play even more. Absolutely. And, and you can tell that it, none of it's fake. I mean, because they, they could sit there and, and complain about all the injuries that we've had, <clears throat> the injuries that the, the way that it's mounted has just been crazy. But the next man up mentality is what's, what's gotten them through this, the next man up mentality and the brotherhood have gotten them through the entire thing. And it's so refreshing to see them have success because of that. Oh yeah. I mean this, this team with the injuries could just quit. 
Right. And they're not. Their their goal is to win and to win now. Even the coaches, you know, when they came in, we want to win now. We mm-hmm. can definitely tell. Three and four, I mean, that's pretty that's a that's a pretty awesome record because we haven't seen that in a while. I mean, they can go four and four the next game and then you know what, four and four, I mean, that's just gonna give me more confidence. The more wins, the better. Right. I mean, I, I know people looked at us like we were crazy at the beginning of the year when we said this team could win five or six games. And, I mean, it. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, of course. we got to take it one game at a time. But it, it's definitely possible. Yeah, and, and the players are definitely taking it one one game at a time, too. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell. Uh, you know, they're, they're playing fresh. Like, they're all fresh. They're all like playing their first game of the season almost. I mean, they don't look gassed because it's a total balance between offense and defense now. Mm-hmm. And the offense is chewing up clock. The defense comes out. They have some time to, you know, catch their breath and come out and just play their game. And that's that, that's what we've been saying all year long. I mean, you you got to just you, you got to just play as, you know, two equal parts. 100%. And I think it was also refreshing to see uh, the special teams play better this week. Yes. Um, you know, last episode, we kind of said, I hope they work on everything, and they definitely did. Um, mm-hmm. Those guys definitely played with more. Um, their confidence is only growing. Uh, we're, we're, we're definitely good. Games is, you know, for, for UConn, if, if they can definitely capitalize – we can win even more games with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we've, we've seen um, in punt return situations, like Victor Rosa hit a huge return against Fresno State. So, I mean, I think I think we're going to see different situations the rest of the season where we're going to have an opportunity to do that as well. Yeah, I, I think Victor Rosa, too, I mean, throughout his college career um, coming forward, we're going to actually see a lot of like punt returns from them. And, you know, from years past, we've had, you know, UConn had a lot of punt returners that could just go yard. And he, he has it, he has it inside of him. Uh, he just needs to get, you know, a little stronger, um, you know, and just, and just run. I mean, run lights out. I mean, right now he is, but when he's a senior, he's just going to be a monster. Yes, he is. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be something special to watch. Oh yeah, I mean, it's you know with I was looking at the recruiting class coming in too, like I said last weekend. I mean, yeah, last weekend, and I mean, this team is only gonna get better. I mean, I, I I'm sure you know a lot of people are probably gonna beat me on this, but they're gonna try to out recruit who they have right now and it's just gonna cause you know competition which is just gonna make the team even stronger that's what you had to do to be successful oh yeah yeah it, it, exactly I mean uh, you know I I actually tonight I saw some huddle film from uh, Tucker McDonald which is a tw- 2023 uh, recruit from uh, Massachusetts and that guy I mean as a quarterback he he <laughs> He might come in and uh, create some, some uh, competition too, because that guy just has such a smooth throw on him. That's that's what you want. That's what you need. That's what makes the good teams good. I mean, that they have that competition in practice. That 
that leads to the game being easier. Yes. And it'll, and, you know, playing freshmen this year too, it almost, you know, and, and they're playing really well. It, it, it's, it's like a, it's, it, it's crazy. It, you know, a lot of UConn fans, when you heard freshmen, you're like, oh, no, no. But this year, it's totally different. Right. This is a different level of freshmen. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It, it's it's not the uh, previous regime's freshmen. I will just say that. No, it's definitely, um, I would say at this point, like higher caliber. Absolutely. Uh, two things that I would like to hit on before we before I talk about Ball State, um, I, I know we've seen some. Com- I, I guess I'll call it complaining about uh, the wins UConn has that they're against bad teams and all this and that, and that we you shouldn't be getting this excited and blah blah blah. It, it's hard to win in sports, no matter what level you're at. Um, no matter who you're playing. So you need to celebrate the success. Um, I, I don't care who they're beating. The fact that they're beating these teams needs to be celebrated. Um, and, and the fact that it's giving these guys so much more confidence going into the next game. It's just, to me, I, I, I can't stand that negativity that, I, that I've seen in some places like on Twitter and some different things. But we need to, we need to continue to support these guys and they're they're doing a heck of a job. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know why they're complaining about you know bad teams. They weren't actually bad teams. Uh, CCSU, I mean, they it, during the you know beginning of the season when they played UConn, I mean, they probably could have beat some other teams, or real you know better teams. Well, not better teams than UConn, but you know better teams out in the FBS. Right. And uh, you know, even with Fresno State, I mean, they're, they're a really good team. I mean, and 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 we showed up against them. Uh, FIU, uh, two and two record. I mean, two and two record. They're not a bad team. I mean, yeah, they might have had some, you know, wins against you know lesser competition, but it's it, it still wins. I mean, at at this point, what this team needs to do is win to build mm-hmm. culture. Absolutely. That's, that's what it is. I mean, winning breeds winning. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, you know, you, you got to set it somewhere. I mean, uh, you know, when you're, when you're a new coaching staff coming into, you have to, you got, you just have to win games and it doesn't matter who you're winning against. Um, I, I mean, you know, let 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 the Twitter troll do their thing, but right. I think I I I think the you know the players too, if they hear this, it just makes them even want to play even more. Absolutely, and I mean, if the players are listening to us, we're we're so proud of you guys. I mean, you guys are coming out there every day at practice. We know you're working your tails off, and it shows in the games when you guys come out there and you guys are representing yourselves in the program to the highest level. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 kind of crazy, but it gives me goosebumps a little bit. But when I wear a Connecticut, you know, football jersey now, um, you know, e- even out in public, you know, people are like, "Oh yeah, Coach Moore, and yeah, the team's doing great, and they have this guy and that guy," and and 
it's it's these it's these people that don't even follow football. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they're they're opening eyes and to, to the players. You guys are doing awesome. Keep it up. Absolutely, man. I, I'll even say where I live in Illinois. I live in Central Illinois. I, I've been wearing my UConn football stuff, and <clears throat> at the beginning, people were like, "UConn has a football team," but now the past couple weeks, I've had people come up to me and be like, "Hey, they they've actually looked pretty good." And this is people in Illinois that have nothing to do with the Northeast or the University of Connecticut or anything. So there's there's people nationwide starting to give these guys recognition yeah it's 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 when they you know the the past players too look like darius butler yes and you know dan orlovsky when they're showing off their yukon garb and they're happy again for this team this is i mean this is awesome this is starting something you know it's definitely starting the husky revolution Mm -hmm. i mean connecticut right now uh Connecticut uh, Twitter right now and is is going crazy. I mean, this this team is is definitely giving us you know something to be proud of. One hundred percent, and and then that leads into the next topic I wanted to talk on. And something that you sent me a text message about this today, and I had seen it as well. But uh, <clears throat> obviously, with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, letting go Matt Rule, uh, somebody on Twitter decided to say, uh, should UConn go after Matt Rule or keep Jim Mora? Who would who would you rather have? And I think that is just a ridiculous statement. Jim Mora is the it's the he's the perfect man for the job. One, he wants to be here. Two, he has just exceeded expectations already in what he's created with this team and with this program is, is it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, Matt, Matt rule has his place and he'll definitely find a job in college, yeah. but uh, I, I wouldn't trade Jamora. Uh, no way. I mean, he's, he's done so much for this team. You know, the, the guy goes out there to every single Yukon athletics, you know, game and just cheers on Yukon. And he's been out in public you know, cheering on students and, you know, he's just, he, he was just, it's, it's kind of crazy to say, but he was just the right fit Mm -hmm. and it came at, at definitely the right time. Absolutely. So I think we can both agree with this. We don't want to see that anymore. Get that out of here. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. Get that out of there. That's right. (laughs) Well, Justin, you got anything else you want to talk about from the FIU game? Well, actually, I'm, I'm I'm very proud uh, with the Kale Millen uh, uh, throw to Zion Turner for a touchdown. That was pretty awesome. That was that was uh, another uh, play out of uh, let's say Coach Charlton's magician hat. Yes, and I I kind of want to call it pups up. Uh, you know that you know the broadcasters call it a Philly special. I'm like, no, let's, let's definitely yes, call it the Puffs Up or the Husky Revolution uh, go-to or something like that. Actually, before we, get, before we move on to Ball State, we don't need to hit on this a lot because obviously Husky Twitter has already done it. Um, but that broadcast, man, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, it was, 
it was it, it, it was really bad. I mean, it looked like there was barely no lighting there. It looked like lanterns were turned on, and uh, <laughs> you know, and and the, the the video was just horrible. And when UConn got the ball, it was all red. It was a red screen at the at the wrong moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I hope we don't have to endure that ever again. No, hopefully not. Yeah, we we'll just leave it at that. Uh, Husky Husky Twitter did a great job um, talking about that. So if if there's anybody out there that still wants UConn to be in Conference USA, well, th- that type of quality uh, broadcasting is what you would get in Conference USA with FIU guys. And I hate to say it too, we're 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 definitely a better team than Conference USA. I mean. <laughs> If if we're gonna go into a conference, I want to go into a, a bigger one. One million percent, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna do a little dive into Ball State right now, and Ball State has been a weird team this year, guys. They're they have three wins, and they've come against a, the. Uh, Opponents who have a combined record of two and sixteen, with zero wins against FBS teams. So, Ball State's wins have come against some. Uh, I guess you could. I don't. I don't want to say inferior competition, but their wins are against Murray State, who's an FCS opponent. Then they beat NIU in double overtime um, in a rivalry game. NIU won the MAC last year, but NIU is one in five this year. They've really struggled, and then they just won at Central Michigan this past week uh, by one point in a very low-scoring game. So they they've found ways to win the past two weeks, but they they they've been a team that haven't they haven't put together an entire four quarters yet. Um, I I watched their game against Western Michigan, and. Uh, because I was going to the Western Michigan game the following week. And in the first half of that Western Michigan game, Ball State looked unstoppable passing the football. Then in the second half, for some reason, they kind of went away from it, and then they ended up losing the game. So it was a really weird uh, situation and outcome there. But looking at them, coming into the season, they were projected to potentially struggle offensively. Um, they had a new quarterback um, that, that people didn't know a ton about in John Paddock, but he has really come out this year and he's played really well. He's got uh, 1,660 passing yards, 12 touchdowns. He's only got six interceptions. So, I mean, he's done a good job throwing the ball. Um, they, they got multiple receivers um, that, that have done some things. They really utilize their tight ends well. Um they got two different tight ends, uh, Cozy and Hunt. Um, Cozy has has five touchdowns on the season, and Hunt has three touchdowns on the season. So I mean, there's eight of his eight of his twelve t- touchdown passes right there are going to the tight ends. So we got to be on the lookout for that. Um, one of their one of their big receivers. They got Jackson and Tyler. Are there two? main receiving threats um they 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 don't really try to extend the field too much uh, their longest pass on the season is 39 yards 
They're kind of a methodical moving offense the way that they do it. Um, but it is effective um, the way that they do it. And then their running back is Carson Steele. Um, he's had a pretty decent season. He's got 610 yards and five touchdowns. He's having four, four and a half yards per carry. Um, so he's been doing some things. But the interesting thing for Ball State coming into this season was they had a pretty experienced defense. And their defense has not lived up to up to the hype, I guess you could say. Because coming into the year, the defense was supposed to kind of carry the offense for a little bit, and that has not been the case. With that being said, though, last week, they held Central Michigan to 16 points and came away with a big win there. And they only held – Central Michigan had 340 yards of offense, and they held a pretty productive rushing game that Central Michigan has to 130 yards rushing. So maybe they turned a corner there. We'll see. But it, it, it'll be interesting to see um, how they look to attack the Huskies, in my opinion. Uh, Justin, how do you see things unfolding? Um, you know, it's, it, it's all about scoring first. Um, our mm-hmm. offense is just going to have to come out like last game and, and just be explosive. Um, our defense, we're probably going to have to hit their tight ends off the line a bit mm-hmm. to disrupt the play. Um, I actually think it's going to be a pretty good game. If we, you know, if the defense is, is, is on top of their game and the offense is too, um, we're, we're definitely going to see a pretty uh, successful game. Uh, but it's, they're, they're pretty tough tough team i mean they're they're not gonna break so we're definitely gonna have to you know it it we're gonna have to take advantage and kind of like the fiu game i kind of want them to play you know kind of like that um total you know total balance within the team and if they could do that i mean we're, we're definitely gonna see a win for the huskies i agree and and i i I'm really looking forward to this game myself because I, I think it's a it's a good test because it's it's a Ball State's a decent team. Um, they're a team that has an opportunity to make some noise in the MAC West, and the MAC West is is a is a good division. I mean, every team from the MAC West made a, a bowl game last year. <laughs> Doesn't look like that will be the case this year, but still, nonetheless, it's it's a good it's a good league and a good division, and. Obviously, Ball State is going to have an offense that can do some things, um, and they've proven that this year. In the MAC, there's a lot of shootouts, um, and that, that's the type of way they're used to playing. Um, but with the way our defense has been playing, I think we can stop them. Yeah, I mean, the, the defense has been doing pretty well so far, uh, and they're just going to have to, you know, they're, they're going to have to pressure the quarterback at this point. And if they could do that, we're definitely going to see, you know, linebackers, safeties, or cornerbacks uh, making the play. And that's what I kind of want to see, you know. Don't 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 let them pass around the field. Uh, don't give up dumb plays. Um, we, really, we really don't want to have any penalties during this game either. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if they could – if they can – I'm still with Jim Moore. If you can, you know, score first, 
we're very likely to win. Absolutely. Um, one thing I'm interested to see is how often we blitz because ball state, like I kind of said, is a more of a methodical type offense. They don't look, they don't look to extend the field too much. They don't do too many deep passes. So I'm really interested to see how often we blitz to try to kind of throw that off. Yeah. I mean, the, if, if we're looking for a blitz too, the two people that, you know, the two guys that you really want to blitz is uh, Ian Swenson and Jackson Mitchell. Um, those guys can, I mean, those guys can just, if, if they could find a gap and just go for the quarterback or even stop a, a run, um, I, I, I really think that, you know, the defense is going to play pretty well this, this weekend. I just have that feeling. 100%. And one thing I'm, I, I got to throw out there, I, I'm going to be at this game. I'm super, super excited. Um, Husky fans, feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to meet you guys before, before, during, after the game, just to get to know more of you guys. And uh, Justin and I obviously appreciate everybody who listens to this show, but if you're listening and you're going to the game, please let me know. Well, Justin, I think, I think we've kind of hit on everything that we want to talk about this week. One thing I want to throw in there, last week's episode, our FIU preview, was our most listened episode that we've had so far. So I know Justin will agree with me. I just want to extend a huge thank you to everybody who's been listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely appreciate it too. I mean, you know, we're, we're definitely trying to, you know, get, get the excitement out there for uh, UConn fans and definitely pump up this team. And I think that's, that's what we're doing here. I agree, man. We, we're trying, we try to be as positive as we can, and and uh, it, it's it's turning a corner. That's for sure. The guys are really responding well. Well, again, we thank everybody so much for tuning in. Uh, we we appreciate it, like we've said. Um, hope everybody has a good night, a good week. Uh, again, if you're going to the game this week, let me know. Reach out to me at TNT College Foot One, uh, the podcast Twitter account. Um, Justin, let the fans know where they can reach out to you. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Hawkeye282. Absolutely. I recommend it, guys. And as always, uh, again, thank you so much. We appreciate you all. Go Huskies and God bless.